Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Mornings with a Stranger episode. What are we? 93, I believe it is. Uh, and yeah, so hey, top of the morning to you. I'm enjoying my tea that is like the perfect temperature. I don't know if I love the taste or the temperature or just warm stuff running down my throat. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of all three. Anyway, um, <clears throat> back to the matter at hand. So ah, there was a, um, a conversation or an article that I haven't gone and researched out about brand loyalty and how companies are having a hard time companies are having a hard time with millennials in keeping them loyal because the older people tend to be more brand loyal, more company loyal. And so they're having a hard time with younger people. And I'm, I'm finding this interesting. I mean, I think there's a lot of things to it. One of them being that we have a bazillion choices and we've always got media in our face to do something new. I mean, you have to, as a company, just kind of recognize that, right? Like you're trying to disrupt everybody. They're trying to disrupt, hot toast. They're trying to disrupt everybody and get, you know, everybody's trying to get everybody. And sometimes I think at the detriment of the customers they have. Actually, I think that a lot. It's it's more important to get a new customer than it is to keep your old customer. I see that with, like, everybody sees that with cable companies and things like that, right? Like, once you're there, they don't care anymore. I mean, some of it's a monopoly. But even in times when I've had choices, I've found that the customer service has been pretty crappy and has caused me to change. There's something, I'm sorry, but yeah... If we're gonna have good customer service, we need to stop that monopoly bullcrap. We don't really need more companies, but we just need good service and realistic prices and people not trying to constantly screw us. Uh, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. So, partially, but the point being is that, or the points that I'm thinking about when it comes to some of that, you know, it's obviously, yeah, we've, we've got we've got everybody fighting for us wanting wanting to raise their share of everything. So we've got more ads, we've got all of the stuff coming in our faces, and way too much nut butter on my toast this morning. Woo! Flying nut butter all over the counter. Okay, clean that up. Pardon me. I'm sure that fat and calories and food that gets dropped on the counter that you got off the counter, it doesn't count, right? Like, that's just like licking off the spoon that you've measured out. Okay, back to... Back to the discussion. All right, that was exciting. Sorry you missed the visuals on that, but lots of stuff going on today. Okay, so what was I talking about? Okay, well, I'm going to pause for a minute while I enjoy my toast that has way too much nut butter on it, and I'll be back with you. Okay, I'm back. So this loyalty, brand loyalty thing, I mean, first of all, obviously we have the the media, and it's been a generation of people that we've consistently raised with faster visuals and kind of here, go here, go here, go here. At least it kind of feels like. So it kind of just doesn't seem surprising to me that brand loyalty would be something that could potentially follow. I think it's sort of a bummer to, and maybe it's because there are so many options. So it's like, ah, if I like one and I really like it, because basically they're saying if they have great service, great experience, that doesn't mean they'll go back. And then again, this is a generalization about millennials, but I'm just thinking about it in humanness as well that I think has spread maybe beyond the millennials. And I, I certainly know there probably is an age difference because I certainly know many people who are really pretty darn brand loyal when you find something that's good. And I can't speak 
to millennials incredibly to know the answer to my experience with people, but I can see that there's a reason that maybe millennials aren't. And and it's kind of the way we've culturally and adver- the cultural world that we've thrown them into, especially around media. And I don't know, maybe around values too. I don't know where that might come from differently. But I'm thinking of the aspect of loyalty. And I'm thinking for myself, um, I would be much more loyal to companies if they were loyal to me. So I'm very loyal to my shoe store because they're very loyal to me. I'm very loyal to the shoes that I currently wear because they haven't changed the styles. Before that, I would have been loyal and I was loyal to shoes, um, to some shoes that I wore, but they kept changing the styles. I would go back and I would say, I want this exact shoe and it didn't exist or it didn't exist in the form or they had shifted it. And of course they say, well, it's just a few tweaks, but those tweaks can be really, really big. Same with clothes. I am, I have found clothing items that I have been very loyal to, but they've either left and and some of them left for good reason. Yeah, I've had companies that I've been loyal to and the company disbanded due to various issues that were not about the product. So that's one thing and I don't, I have a sadness about that, but I get it. But I sometimes get tired of trying to be loyal because when I do go back, like I say, especially when it comes to clothes and things like that, and even food sometimes, things have changed, right? They changed the ingredients in the food to make it cheaper. And then, and so I'm not, no, I'm not going to be loyal to that anymore. You've changed the base of what I, the base of what I was potentially eating there for. (laughs) For years and years, though I hate to admit it, I was very loyal to Taco Bell out of life necessities that I am embarrassed about and won't go into. But I haven't eaten very much of Taco Bell, for the most part, fast food, but Taco Bell. But I have a few times went to have their food and it's like, it's totally different. It's not, it's not what I ate before. So it wasn't even an enjoyable treat, right? It was kind of like, okay, I don't really need to eat here again. And they're doing it to make more money, probably using cheaper quality ingredients. I've heard a few other people who have said the same thing. So I'm not like feeling like I'm alone. My cereals did that to me when I was a kid. Um, I was freaking. So, and I realize that I'm not a millennial and therefore speaking, but I, but I, what I am saying is if all the companies keep shifting, they keep changing. I found a great pair of running pants that I liked and then poof, they were gone. Bought a shirt at a used, like a, I don't know, like a Goodwillie type store. Oh my God, I love the shirt. So I went on the web thinking I will go buy more of these shirts and oh, those are gone. They're not, they're not findable anymore. So I can't be loyal. So I'm, I want to be loyal and the companies are not allowing me to be loyal. Um, and it's, it's becoming that business model of, so, okay, there's like this movie pass thing that I keep hearing about from people that I think sounded really good. And I had the thought of buying into it where you, you pay like some money a month and you can use a movie, you go see a movie every day. So it's ridiculously cheap. Well, okay, so they got you in, and then now everybody that I'm hearing talk about it is talking about how it's changed, right? So they bait you in, and then they the bait and switch. If that's becoming the model, yeah, no, you've lost. Why would we be loyal? Millennials are smart not to be loyal, and they've they've learned not to trust. So they don't have the model of being loyal in their lexicon, perhaps. <laughs> Because nobody really, they've had it busted so many times, right? And whether they wanted to be or not, but they've learned very quickly that 
There's no grand reason to be loyal. I make attempts to be loyal. Like I said, I make attempts to be loyal. I bought jeans, went back to the same store to buy more. Oh, no, sorry. Those are gone. Even though you bought them not all the many months ago, but we had our clearance and they're gone. And so now now we're on, can't talk today. Now we're on to the new style. So come back in 10 years when maybe that'll come back. (laughs) So yeah, I I would be loyal to stores. I certainly have kind of my go-tos, but I don't have a lot of faith in the go-tos. Like I say, jeans, I have some, some jeans do kind of stay the same. I sometimes, or the store quits carrying, because that's the other thing. I found a pair of jeans and yes, I can get them online, but I'm hesitant to get them online because it's a hassle for me to get them back in the mail sometimes. Amazon does make that really, really easy in many cases, not all cases, but in many cases to return, you know, when all I have to do is print out a label and dump it in a box and I don't have to go back to a postal place or a UPS, which for me is not convenient in my area. I'm more willing to take that chance and try something. And, but again, that sucks for the company if they're having stuff come back. So I don't know. I'm just, this is a fascinating conversation. And, you know, again, with food stuff, I'm very loyal with brands. I will, if I'm same with my shoes, I will pay more for my shoes from a store that is a really good store with good customer service. And there's another thing, customer service, you know, you can have good stuff, but then you have an issue and you get a hold of customer service and you get crap crapped on by customer service, which I know they get crapped on too. So I, I get that there's an interchange there, but not always. And sometimes it's the script. There is, there's nobody listening to you on the other end, um, even if they are human. So, so I guess to me, it just stands to reason. It's the culture that, that has been created, you know, by our system. I mean, it, capitalism, I'd, I'd have to think through things a little bit more, more thoughtfully to say that it's a capitalistic problem. Maybe it's an extreme capitalism problem or just a result, a potential result. And that's not to say I don't want more. That's not to say that I don't want us to have choices, but it feels like so many companies are kind of making crappy products. Therefore, you make a product, you buy it, it wears out, and you try a different brand because you hope you get a better one next time. You hope you get something because we know we've had items, be they clothes, be they appliances that have lasted for a really long time. And so we know that it's possible. We know that we can make light bulbs last forever. We know we can make pans that last forever. We can do all these things, but companies make them not last forever. So they keep in business. Well, so we keep buying. Well, then another company comes out to either do a better version or a crappier version, but it looks better. And then we fall for that. So maybe we eventually come back to your brand anyway. I don't know. But geez, what would it be like if we had a few less choices, but actual quality items? I don't know. It's a neat concept. I Again, I like my choices, but I also find that sometimes the choices just lead to lack of quality. And that kind of stinks too. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know how people feel about brand loyalty. I'm, I'm curious to, to know what other people think brand loyalty wise. Like, is that something you're brand loyal? Or, you know, are you like me? You're very brand loyal to the people you are loyal to. And I get sucked in to buying stuff from other things when I, when I am loyal to something. And then I usually am not happy with that new thing. Or sometimes you do stumble upon a new thing that you are really, really happy with and thus become maybe loyal to a new brand. But at the same time, you sometimes get sucked into that new thing and it's great for a while and you realize, oh, okay, now I know why I'm loyal to my brand. And you go back to your brand. That's true with food. That's true with clothes. 
So some of it is, again, if you can create consistency in your brand and you create a good and people like it and don't take it away. Restaurants. Oh my gosh. Okay. There's another thing. So (laughs) restaurants who take away some of the favorite dishes. I think I've talked about this on here. You know, Chili's used to be one of my favorite places, and they have taken away all of the favorite foods that I have. I was having a discussion with a friend of mine recently. We, weirdly enough, liked the same foods. Like, we had this very similar progression when we ate at Chili's years ago of some of the first foods we try and then what we found. And their quesadillas were, like, our ultimate favorite. They were my go-to. Like, that was a place I took everybody for my birthday every year. And if I had the choice, that was, like, my first. And I am sorry, Chili's, but... I have not been back for a while, but I haven't been back because you took all my favorite things off the menu. Like all my secondary, thirdary, fourthary options were gone. And then what I did order was meh. You know, when I don't eat my whole meal and I don't take it home, that's usually a bad sign because I don't mind leftovers. But it makes me sad. And I just uh, recently, a restaurant in my area, I went there and my favorite food is off the menu. And I said something to the waiter and he's like, yeah, I don't know why they took that off. The ingredients for the food is still there. So he kind of said, well, if I do this and this and this with this item, you can have that item. That basically is what you had. So I totally did that. Thank you, waiter. Bari cook. I hope that wasn't a pain in the keister for you, but thank you, waiter. There was another restaurant that was in the news. This was a couple of years ago, and I don't honestly remember who it was, but I remember the big complaint was that they were taking off some of the favorite foods and, the, and that they were like the top selling items. So I'm always curious. It's like, well, then tell us why. I had a, a, another restaurant in my area that took off a, a turkey burger that I loved. And I went there and I was like, oh my gosh, it's gone. And they were like, yeah, well, we found out that the sourcing for the meat that we were using was not as good as we thought. And so I'm sorry, we took it off the menu. Maybe they weren't another, uh, find another source that was good enough, fine. But there was a good reason for it. So fine, I, I stand by their decision. Bummer for me. They have a crap ton of other good options, no big. But anyway, I'm just saying this whole article about lack of brand loyalty, think about it for five minutes. And, uh, and you might not come up with the, you know, double blind placebo exact answer, but I think you can come up with some answers. And what are the solutions? I don't know. I think I threw a few off here. I don't know what works for a company, but I know what works for me to be loyal and, uh, and make food. Okay. So one more thing, sorry, this is long (sighs) labels that wash off. So this was another, I bought some underwear that I loved, 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 loved. And I would have gone back and I would have bought a ton of them. I went to go look when I really realized I'm like, I really like these. I want more. They had one of those labels that was on the, excuse me. They had one of those labels that was like in the fabric, completely gone, completely washed out. And we're like talking three, four washings here. So just saying, I can't be brand loyal if you're not helping me out. I'm not saving all the tags for my underwear and um, putting a picture by them to know that I can remember. And I know that tags can stay in because I have underwear that's much older than that, that I can still tell you exactly what size and what brand. So there you go. That's my thought for the day. Big article. I don't think it's huge mystery. I think we just have to figure out what the heck we're doing. All right. Have a wonderful morning. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Check us out on iTunes at Mornings with a Stranger. Subscribe. Subscribe your friends. Subscribe your grandma. (laughs) Actually, that's not true. As much as I'd love you to subscribe to a bunch of people, I want want people to listen. I don't want fake people. That's pointless and stupid. I joke. I joke, but I I joke because it's funny, um, not because it's real. 
review if you want to say something nice that i'd love it comments facebook is great at mornings with a stranger so the at sign mornings with a stranger no spaces and um yeah that's it i think all right amazon oh yeah we have an amazon link so if you'd like to support the show by without doing anything more than a couple clicks if you're an amazon shopper click on that link on the website and next amazon trip go there click there shop buy whatever you want doesn't cost you anything but a little portion of your purchase will go to support the podcast so thank you thank you thank you all right have a wonderful day have a great rest of your morning and um (laughs) follow rick springfield's advice and don't talk to strangers but definitely listen to them bye